Is Riley Green finally breaking out into the all-star player that we expected him to be? Lock on in as Matt and I talk about the West, the best waiver wire ads on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Fantasy Baseball Fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here as always with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, my best friend, Matthew Arnay. Yeah, what's good, guys? As always, you can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Lockdown Fantasy Baseball and we'll be there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or a platform that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we truly appreciate it. If you do that for us, it helps a long way to grow the podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes you to the podcast and gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And once again, if you're on YouTube, please be sure to like and comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. So, all right, guys, we got about five weeks in the book of fantasy baseball, and you know the routine at this point. If you're an everydayer, if you're a new listener here on, uh, you know, Monday's episodes, Matt and I do waiver wide pickups heading into the new week. And uh, we got some familiar names and we got some new names and a couple of names that you definitely want to pay attention to. So lock on in for the whole episode as we break down the best waiver wire ads. Matt, who do we got up first today? Yep, I'm sure your throat is a little scratchy after talking that much, but let's talk about Mr. Riley Green. Uh, Riley Green started off absolutely horrendous. Um, I was high on him coming into the year. I had him in my top 40 outfielders. I did not foresee the slow start, but now it looks like he's kicking into overdrive here with last with this last week as a monster week. Six runs, a bomb, five ribs, a stolen base, batting 417. This is really nice. Um, this could be a trend of him getting hot. So, you know what, quite honestly, you know, outside of one other name on this list for bats, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much adding him pretty much across the board. Riley Green might have this breakout that we've been waiting for. It might take it to a whole nother level. The upside could be, you know, 35, 40 bombs. You know, he could do, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to limit it because it's the Detroit Detroit Tigers here. Probably about 80 and 80 for the runs and ribs because nobody's bringing them home on that team. Um, and the batting average is going to be probably about a nice 250, which is nice. You know, this is the upside. And you can probably chip in some stolen bases too. But, I mean, what's the worst that happens? You get a free 99 draft uh, waiver wire pickup for a guy that has the upside to just, you know, pretty much wing you the home run category if he really does get hot. So that's Riley Green for you. 49% owned. Yeah, man, that was that was a great breakdown. I mean, I, the one the one thing I will I don't know if he's got that power upside right now, but he's still 22 years old. I think everyone's got that prospect uh, fatigue on Riley after last year. He came up and he really you know struggled at the beginning of the year. He did pick it up in the second half a bit though. 
once again, 22-year-old Riley Green. I, I If I had to throw out a line, as Matt said, that Detroit Tigers team is not helping him in the counting stats. So if we see like 80 runs, you know, maybe 60 RBIs, I'd say 20 to 25 bombs. He could chip in over 10 steals. The guy's got some speed in 2021 in the minors. He had 24 bombs with 16 steals in 124 games. So the upside is there. The batting average is the thing, though. He hit 271, 300, and 279 in his three years in the minors. So, you know, combined, that's around, what, like 285? I think he could get the batting average up there. He definitely has the plate discipline to do it. So we'll see with Riley Green. But as Matt said, I think he's probably my favorite out of all the guys that we're going to talk about today. Really don't have much to, uh, else to say about him. But if he's out there in your league, you're probably going to want to grab him now. He's 49% owned. I foresee over the next couple of weeks, Riley Green shooting up to 70, 75, even 80% owned. So get on that now. Let's move on to uh, another young kid prospect for the Cubs, and that's Matt Mervis. I was a little bummed that he got the call after we did our you know second waiver wire episode last week. We didn't get to talk about him until today, and that ownership on Matt Mervis shot up to 45%. I grabbed him in a couple of my leagues where he was available, and if you don't know who Matt Mervis is, he is um, a highly touted Cubs prospect that he's been one of the best players in the minors for the last couple of years, and uh, let me grab those numbers for you guys real quick. Uh, I think I mentioned he's 45% owned on Yahoo already, which jumped up. He actually went two for six today, which is, you know, very encouraging after going one for four in his first two games apiece. So Matt Mervis in the minors. Oh, Lord. Matt, any chance you got those for me? My my, uh, internet does not want to work with me. Okay, wait, I think I got it. I think I got it. All right, I'm sorry, folks. We're back here. So 2022 in the minors for Matt Mervis, 137 games. 512 at-bats, 92 runs. This is not an exaggeration. 40 doubles, two triples, 36 home runs, 119 RBIs, and he hit 309. So the power is real here with Mervis. The Cubs are playing a little bit better, so the runs and RBIs could be good. But I want to preface it with this. Look at Riley Green. Look at Bobby uh, Witt. Look at Julio Rodriguez. Look at all these young bats that come up and struggle for the little bit. Even our boy Vinny P, the Italian breakfast. He struggled when he first came up a little bit too. So if Matt Mervis struggles here for a little bit and you picked him up, I'd say hold on, give him two to three weeks, see where it goes, see if he starts you know, coming into his own form. He is 25 years old, so he's a little bit of an older prospect, so maybe things will pick up for him a little bit quicker. But I'm not dropping anybody crazy for Matt Mervis. If you got somebody on the end of your bench that you're looking to get rid of that isn't getting the job done, yeah, sure. But don't go out and drop somebody that's 75, 80% owned that you know has higher potential. But Matt Mervis does have a lot of pop-up side. This is probably the chance to grab him before the ownership gets really crazy, crazy. I do like Matt Mervis. But once again, don't drop anybody important for him at the moment. Exactly. I like that. You know, Matt Matt Mervis can, you know, do some damage for you. But just be hasty on who you drop, like Dom said. And plus, I mean, his name's Matt, so he's going to be great. So, um, you know... (laughs) Let's move on here. Let's talk about my boy, Alex Kurloff. Um, I really do like Kurloff. I've liked him for years. And, you know, he just he, he got injured last year. And finally coming back off the I.L. Went one for two today, um, which is good, which isn't what you want to see out of a guy that, that's had, that hasn't played in a little bit. Um, in total three at-bats, so he's probably batting a nice 300. So... You know, good for him. I think he has some upside. He's definitely worth an add with the first base and outfield eligibility. I don't know if he's going to pan out and live up to the prospect hype that he was, but 
you know what? The Twins are in need of some influx of power, so we'll see what Alex Kurloff can do. He did have that one season back in 2018 when he was in the minors where he had 20 home runs. He had 101 ribs, 75 uh, runs. Um, you know, chipped in about four stolen bases and batted 348 and about 512, uh, 512 at bats. So he has the batting average. And you know, my rule about batting average off the waiver wire is you always got to scoop that up. So, you know, Alex Kurloff is at least going to help you in, on, on, in the batting average category. And if he could start driving in some ribbies and maybe hit some home runs here and there for you, like, you know, that's some serious influx of, of production for you, especially when your players have off days. When you're listening to this, um, I know that a couple teams have a buy, um, have a have a day off, and then I think what Tuesday's the next day off. So I mean, you know, he could sl- slip in there and you know fill a void for you. So I would definitely scoop up Alex Kurloff. So guys, before I give you my little take on Alex Kurloff here, just want to say for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to the My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with Over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. Also, we want to thank our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Be be on the lookout for a new episode tomorrow featuring players to buy low and sell high on. I know you guys like those kinds of episodes. So we're, you know, if you, and also if you guys haven't already voted, we got a few polls out there. I don't know if they're closed yet, Matt, but um, when we, we're going to be posting polls, we want to make sure we um, are giving you guys what you want to hear. So if you guys, there's a topic you want us to talk about more or there's, you know, um, something that that we talk about that you really like, please be sure to let us know. We're, you know, trying to adjust to make sure the fans get what they want. And um, please, please be sure to let us know what you guys are thinking about. But let me give you my quick take here on Alex Kirilov. Uh, As Matt said, guy was a highly touted prospect. He had, you know, a bunch of seasons in the minors where he hit well, well over 300. Even going back to, you know, 2022 in the minors, Kirilov played, I know it's only 35 games, 131 at-bats. But in those 35 games, he had 33 runs. He had seven doubles, 10 bombs, 32 RBIs, chipped in a steal, and hit 359. So there's a chance that this guy can hit 20, 25 home runs, 300-plus batting average. The Twins are still, you know, mediocre, so the runs and RBIs kind of are dependent on where he's going to hit in that lineup and how the team does. He's not really a big steals guy. If he chips in five, you know, that's you know, more than you're expecting from him. But I think Kirilov still deserves a chance. He's coming off, you know, um, a bunch of years of injuries. I believe last year he had um, wrist surgery. And that why he, that's why he was still out. I heard. I remember hearing they, sh- they were shaving down the bone on his wrist, 
Couldn't give you the exact reason why, but I do remember hearing that. Kirloff's 8% owned on Yahoo, so he's definitely worth a shot while he's still this lowly, lowly owned, especially in your deeper leagues. I know those five-man outfield leagues can be very tough. Kirloff is definitely worth the add. In his first you know, game, he hit fifth, so that's kind of saying a lot about what the Twins think about him. Once again, that's Alex Kirloff, first and outfield eligible, 8% owned on Yahoo. Definitely worth an add. Let's move on to our next guy, however, though. I feel like this guy's been a forgotten man over the last few years because of injuries and, you know, he's on a new team and stuff like that. But it's Lourdes Gurriel Jr. And if you forgot about Lourdes Gurriel Jr., he had quite a few good years over there on the Blue Jays. And, you know, his uh, brother, um, Yuli Gurriel, has also, you know, been a great player in the league. And they, they've been very, very good. So, you know, on the year right now, Lourdes Gurriel, has 17 runs, three home runs, 15 RBIs, a steal. He's batting 300. Outfield eligible, 35% owned on Yahoo right now for Lourdes Gurriel Jr. And let's go back to some of those really, really good years. There was like, you know, I really thought this kid was going to break out. Uh, after 2021, 27-year-old Lourdes Gurriel Jr., 141 games, 500 at-bats, 62 runs, 28 doubles, two, uh, two triples, 21 homers, 84 RBIs, and he hit 276. He's a career 286 hitter, so we know, we'll know he can contribute in the batting average department. Hey, he can hit you 20 home runs. Counting stats could be decent over there in Arizona. Not much of a, a steals guy. Good plate discipline. I, I really always loved Lourdes Gurriel Jr. I miss when he was second base eligible, but, you know, those days are long gone. I think we got a bunch of good bats for you uh, on this weekend. Lourdes Gurriel, definitely worth a pickup as well. Yeah, Gurriel, if he can return to, like, the 2021 form, 2020, you know, we can really see a nice little influx of somebody can scoop up and, again, follows my rule of batting average off the waiver wire. So, you know, you're, Gurriel is definitely somebody you want to consider. And, you know, ride it out because if he does fall off, it is what it is. He's, you know, free 99 off the waiver wire. You drop him yeah, in the yeah. blink of an eye. Um, but if he does turn it on and goes and returns to form, which would be amazing since he's still young, um, you know, you just got a quality bat off the waiver wire for with long-term, um, you know, value. Well, let's move on here. Let's talk about Mr. Ezekiel Tovar. Um, Tovar, we've talked about in the past, uh, you know, loved him coming up this year. Um, you know, he's, he's doing his thing so far. This last week was great. Um, at 27% owned this last week, he had six runs, two bombs, six ribs, batting 381. Tovar was a, you know, a pretty highly touted, um, prospect going into the year. He was in my top 15, uh, you know, speedy guy can get the steals bats for average. He's batting in Colorado. So, you know, that's another nice little bonus. And I mean, with Chris, uh, with Chris Bryan and company there, you know, Tovar can, you know, really see an influx of runs depending on where they decide to put him in the batting order. And, you know, it, it could really benefit him. If he continues on this hot streak, I don't think it, this kind of week is going to happen every week. But if he can at least, you know, get you some counting stats and keep the average up, he's definitely very, very valuable. And, you know, Tovar can really take take your team another one to something that can have a little bit more of a longevity throughout the season for value. That's Ezekiel Tovar, 27% owned. Yeah, Matt, you covered him very, very well. I'm just going to add my little two cents here because I don't really have much to add to that. He's 21 years old for Tovar. So as we always say, and I was talking about with Riley Green and Mervis, 
it's so hard to come up, you know, to the bigs, even from AAA and just translate as a hitter. You don't really see it that often. I've been saying this a lot too. If you listen to the podcast, you know, this is kind of what I've been saying. We, it's, we got spoiled over the last, you know, four or five years with Soto, with Tatis, with Acuna, guys that just came up and did it. That's if you look back for the 10 years before that, that wasn't a thing. Guys didn't just come up, you know, that often, you know, especially with three big names in a row like that and just hit, 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 hit. So with Tovar, give him the chance, 21 years old. Maybe he's starting to figure things out after his first 30 games in the bigs. You know, Matt read you off the stats from the past week. He has a lot of steals, upside power, maybe not so much. So if you're looking for a guy that's going to help you with steals, that is um, shortstop eligible. I know shortstop's been a little bit tougher this year than we originally expected. Definitely give Ezekiel Tovar a shot. Let's move on to another Diamondback after we just talked about Lord Escorial Jr. And somebody, Matt and I, you know, talked about, and I actually just gave him an ad in one of my leagues as I said, it's not much else out there, so let me give him a shot. And it's Brandon Fott. And th- his last name is actually spelled P-F-A-A-D-T, Brandon Fott, starting pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And, yeah, he got lit up in his first start. Won't even try and hide it. He gave up seven earned runs to, you know, Texas, four home runs. But, you know, Texas is a great team. You know who he goes up against this upcoming week? He got a way softer matchup against, um, you know, the Miami Marlins, who have not been as good. You know, he got um, they uh, they got they got beat up a little bit there by the Cubs. So with um, with Fott, the thing is, I want to mention this. I mentioned it, um, you know, last time we talked about Fott. In uh, 2022, when the Miners fought, had a 3-8-3 ERA, 29 starts, 167 innings, 218 strikeouts, and a 1-1-5 whip. So the thing is, is nobody has had that many strikeouts. I believe it was over 10 years in the Miners. Not one. So name a pitcher that came up with the last 10 years in the Miners. Did never had as many strikeouts as Brandon Fott did down there. So, you know, the ERA is going to be probably high. He's not, you know, great. He gives up a lot of home runs, gives up some hard contact. I'd comp him to like a Robbie Ray type guy where he might have like a high threes ERA, but if he throws 150 innings, he could have 200 strikeouts. I'm not saying that's going to happen this year, but going forward, just, you know, remember the name Brandon Fott. He is currently 26% owned on Yahoo. And let me see who he gets because I think he should have two starts next week. Last time I was looking at it, it looked like two starts for next week for Brandon Fott. It looks like he gets Miami and San Fran. So two great matchups for him next week. So, okay, give Brandon Fott an end and see where it goes. Yeah, Fott's great. Um, you know, he's going to fought all over the uh, baseball field. He's a real faughty pants. Um, but I, I do I, I do like him. He has a lot of upside. We'll see what happens. You know, one thing is, you know, don't have great expectation. It's very hard for a pitcher to come up for the first time and, you know, come out and really give a showing. You're probably going to see a high whip. You're probably going to see him get lit up here and there. But, you know, he may come out here and just strike a million people out on, on any given night. And then, boom, it's like, man, this kid is good. It's just, honestly, I would play the matchups, but he's definitely an ad for me. And if he does figure it out and he starts really adjusting to the league, oh, boy, the the, the fantasy implications are going to be beautiful. And um, before we move on and we finish up the names on this list, and we're back here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're going to talk about our next guy here, and that's Mr. Logan Allen. Logan Allen is awesome. Um, he came up and hit the ground running. Uh, his first three starts in the bigs have been nice. He pitched against Miami, Boston, Minnesota. So all fluffer teams, they're not really great. But at the same time, you know, he's, he is showing his stuff here. You know, against Miami, got eight Ks, only gave up a run with a 1-5 ERA, a one whip. Um, against Boston, who has been hot and been hitting up the Phillies. They finally beat them today, thank God. 
Um, eight Ks, three six ERA, and a one two WHIP. And then Minnesota, this is the other one. You know, in five innings, three Ks, three eighteen ERA, and a one five nine WHIP. Which again, it's high, but he does like to strike people out. Here's the thing: you're, you're not really. The first two starts were a K per nine, which is nice. Let me read off what he did in the minors, though, in 2022. We're not going to talk about his uh, ERA because, you know, there was a little adjustment with the promotions from AA to AAA. He had 132 innings pitched across the two, and he had 177 strikeouts. He is a stud. I really do like what he's going to become. Um, Logan Allen is one of my favorite prospects this year in terms of pitching, so... You know, he's still available out there and 44% available. He's only owned in 44% of the league. So, you know, definitely scoop him up if he's out there. He is going to, you know, do some serious damage for you. I don't have who he's going up against, though, for some reason. Uh, It's not showing for me. I I think it's the Angels. I'm seeing the Angels here. Okay. I mean, the Angels have been hit or miss, so it may may be a decent matchup for him. We'll see what what he can do out there. I'm going to roll him out and just see what happens. I mean, I honestly, he he has literally just earned it with three three starts in the bigs, um, where I just you, you could just roll him out there and just see what happens until other otherwise spoken. I, I, I see, Matt. I I'm gonna have to disagree with you on this one. I actually thought you were gonna take a different tune with this because of what you did with Logan Allen, and this is what I think all the fans should do with Logan Allen. Flip him. Flip him. P- starting pitching's been tough to come by right now, and I don't know if Matt really wants to break down the trade that he made, but he packaged Logan Allen and he got a great deal on, uh, uh, you know, somebody else, you know, and it, I just, oh yeah, so I wasn't sure if we were gonna get into, it, but yeah, let's talk about it. If you can flip Logan Allen for an Eloy Jimenez, a Logan Allen, a little something else is what Matt did, and he got. I know Eloy is a little banged up right now, but it looked great before you know Eloy went down, and I think that's what you need to do. Logan yeah. Allen's okay. He's not great. He wasn't highly touted, you know, and, you know, I know Matt didn't want to talk about the ERA, but I'm going to talk about it in 2022 as a four, seven, five ERA, 20, you know, 27 starts, big strikeout numbers, but the whip was a one thirty whip. You know, I, I didn't even know Logan. I thought it was the other Logan Allen who used to pitch for Cleveland when he got brought up. I was like, Oh, you know, that, that whole thing again, then I found out that Logan Allen's on the Rockies and now it's this Logan Allen. I'm not really too high on him. You know, the whip is kind of high right now too. It's a one, two, six whip across his first three starts. I, I say flip him before that angel starts coming and Trout and Otani and Renfro and them boys kind of, I think they're going to smack him up. I'm um, just, that's my thoughts on, on Logan Allen. Not that he can't be good, but good is going to be, I think a four ERA high whip, maybe, you know, strikeout per uh, nine is over, but I don't know. I'm not, not a huge fan, not a huge fan. Let's move on to our next guy, though, who I actually am a huge fan of, and I we talked about him last week, and I'm talking about him this week because he's still under-owned, and it's Michael King. Uh, guys, Michael King's in close for the Yankees, and if he doesn't, Aaron Boone, your job is on the line, according to me. You know, I've, I've been backing Aaron Boone the last, you know, however long he's been with the Yankees, you know, because I'm a Yankee fan. But, damn, man, he's been so good. Michael King's been fantastic. One four two ERA, one whip, two saves, 19 innings, 21 Ks, and this is what Michael King should be. You know, he didn't really work out as a starting pitcher, but his stuff plays up coming out of the bullpen. And, you know, Clay Holmes, you know, being, you know, really, really mediocre this year, you know, King needs to be, you know, closing these games out for the Yankees. April 27th, he got a save. May 2nd, he got a save. And I think there was one other save opportunity in that time since then. Let me double check because I don't know if Clay Holmes got this save. 
Uh, no, it was actually even somebody else. It was um, Ian Hamilton. So we know Clay Holmes just seems to be out as the closer. I think Michael King is next man up. 49% owned on Yahoo. To me, that should be 80%, 85% right now because the guy is electric, got great stuff, and it plays up, like I said, coming out of the bullpen. Once again, Michael King, go pick him up now. He's probably the best ad out of everyone we're talking about today as far as you know, pitchers go. Yeah, especially since saves are just hard to come by in general. Oh, yeah. And- and quite honestly, you know, being that he's on the Yankees, he's going to have a lot of opportunities to get the saves. And if you missed Hopefully. out on saves or you just, you know, pretty much just, you know, decided to, you know, punt it, you know, this is your way back in the category. So, you know, definitely scoop up Michael King. Let's move on here to a picture that, you know, we talked about last week. And sir, and I wasn't sure if he was going to come out and do this, but he did. That's Mr. So Bryce Miller. So impressed. Bro. So, so impressed. impressed. Like, we knew he was good, but, like, for him to come out against Houston and not give up a run and only have a .5 whip and then still get 5Ks in six innings and get the W, like, let's go. And, you know, what he what he started off the season with, could only given up one run with a 1.5 ERA and a .33 whip and 10Ks up against Oakland, you know, I'm really impressed. Like, this is a really nice start to the season and to his career. Um, in the MLB, Bryce Miller could could honestly be somebody that we're going to be talking about as one of the fantasy waiver wire gold this season. He's still 54% owned. Yeah. So, I mean, he's still out there and 46%, you know, like, you know, outside of Michael King and and Green, I, I, I'm adding Bryce Miller almost everywhere. If you missed out on him, sucks to suck. But you know what? Uh, Bryce Miller is just going to do things for you that you're, you're not going to be able to find off the waiver wire moving forward. Yeah, dude. Um, I I love Bryce Miller. I, in the off season, you know, shout out because you know Matt and I, you know, we've um we're still fairly new at uh, you know um doing fantasy baseball analysis. Doesn't mean we're not good because we're we're pretty good at it, but we're new. Uh, but big shout out to a guy that is all around the Chill. fantasy baseball community. I'm sure. No, no, I'm just giving a shout out because who, um. Chris Welsh, if you know, um, in this league, you know, fantasy baseball, that's, you know, Chris Welsh is a prospect guy, and he put me on to Bryce Miller. was listening to him talk about Bryce Miller, threw him on, you know, a couple of my watch lists, and the guy's got electric stuff. He worked in a sweeper this offseason, and, man, he's he had a breakout year in the minors last year, Bryce Miller. Let me see if I could grab you his, uh, his stats in the minors. I actually picked him up in one of my big prospect leagues. I'm in with Matt, and I, I dropped him like an idiot. And now and, I have you know, him. Now he's out there, you know. Yeah, now he's out there just killing it, and uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, shame on me, shame on me. But uh, in the minors, it was actually um 2022 where he had the breakout, 316 ERA, 26 starts, 133 innings, 163 Ks with a 104 WHIP. Kids got electric stuff, and I, I forget who it was. He was um going up against somebody on Seattle most season. It might have been Teoscar Hernandez, and he struck him out like three straight pitches. And after they were like, oh, you know, Teoscar, how does how does how's your stuff looking? It was like. Dude, his stuff is crazy. It's like I couldn't time it up, couldn't do nothing with it. So, you know, as Matt said, besides, I mean, a starting pitcher, definitely number one ad of anybody we're talking about today. I just do like Michael King because, you know, saves are so tough to come by. But Bryce Miller at 54% owned on Yahoo. Just get on it. Get on it. The dude is is absolutely um, electric. So uh, let's talk about our next guy up, and it's uh, Tyler Wells. Somebody that we've spoken about before, but, you know, he's kind of just kept it going. 
the ownership percentage is still low on him. So, you know, we want to make sure you add these guys, right? So until you guys add them, we're going to keep talking about them. And Tyler Wells, 38% owned on Yahoo on the year, 35 innings, 27 Ks, 334 ERA, 077 whip. So that control's been absolutely electric for him. He gets Pittsburgh next week, which is, you know, a tough matchup. But you know what? He went out on, on, against uh, Atlanta on May 7th, five innings, four Ks, gave up one run and 08 whip. So, I mean, if he can do it against Atlanta, I'm going to go and just say he can do it against Pittsburgh and um, may not be a big strikeout guy, but he's going to help you in ERA. He's definitely going to help you in whip. Give Tyler Wells the shot, man. And Baltimore has been, you know, pretty, pretty solid team. So I think he's definitely somebody that's worth the head. Yeah, I, I like Tyler Wells this year. I think that quite honestly, excuse me, sorry, a few too many beers over at uh, the Phillies game today. <laughs> um, <laughs> But anyway, um, Tyler Wells is going to be really good. Um, well, not like good for the this week at least to be able to scoop up a uh, long term value. We'll see what happens. I, I I do like the pickup for this week. Um, but we sorry, I'm I'm very excited about this next player here. Um, and usually we don't do this. Usually we end on pitchers, but I just saw that he got a rehab assignment, and that's Mr. Royce Lewis. Um, Royce Lewis is one of my favorite prospects. I think for like what like the last five years. My guy just, just yeah, Matt, Matt, I know you love him. Yeah. So like, it's one of those things where like, he just couldn't catch a break. And last year he got, caught a break when, when Correa got, got uh, hurt, which, you know, is every other week. Um, and, you know, he came up and smashed. And this is what he did in, in that little time, right? In 40 at bats, he had five runs, 12 hits, four doubles, two bombs, five ribs, a walk, five stolen bases, batted 300. This kid has so much upside. It's not even funny. Like, okay, and 2019, right? Actually, better yet, let me just read 2022 before he got hurt. He had 131 at-bats, 30 runs, 12 doubles, a triple, five bombs, 14 ribbies, 12 stolen bases, and he was batting 313. Okay, he is great. He's going to be eligible to call him to eligible to be eligible blah, blah, blah. eligible to play on the 29th that's when he's uh, finally available off the 60-day il and he's starting his rehab game thursday i believe is what i read so you know i'm all about royce lewis you need to add him now shortstop has been horrendous and royce lewis it can literally just be an insert and go for your shortstop i have high expectations for this kid especially when he just came up and translated so royce lewis ton of upside adam now uh i think you throw royce lewis on your waiver wire i don't know especially if you're in a shallow league and like your 10 mans um your your shallow 12 mans i don't know if i'm adding him right now it's just that i don't know where he's going to come up and play Correa's got shortstop, Polanco's got second, Miranda's got third, Buxton's DHing, and then they have Kirilov as like a utility guy because Kirilov doesn't even really have an everyday spot because Joey Gallo's at first. The outfield is kind of, you know, not great, but I don't think they're going to put Royce Lewis in the outfield. Could be wrong there, but he's a great player. Royce Lewis is definitely, definitely a fantastic player. Um, you know, Matt and I were super – I know Matt. Matt's high on him no matter what. I was higher on him when we thought Correa left because then there was a spot for him to play his natural position of shortstop. He's fantastic, young, great player. I think for now, throw him on the waiver wire. You know, I mean, uh, throw him on your watch list <laughs> and kind of see where things go. You know, if they're yeah. the twins wind up talking about, yeah, chime in, brother. Matt, go for it. I know third, this is your boy. Go for it. They're planning on playing him at third. So they have him primarily focusing on short and third. Well, see, that's... And that's yeah, where he's going to play. No, because like right now, you got 
you got Jose Miranda at third. I don't know if they're ready to give up on Miranda and, you know, Gallo's over at first. That's where Miranda plays as well. So I don't think they're moving Gallo. Unless they put Gallo in the outfield, Miranda the first, which they could do. That's mm-hmm. definitely possible. Maybe get Nick Gordon out of there, put Gallo in left. It could, it could work. It could work. But I'm just saying if you don't have like a spot, like, you know, and, you know, you got some good IL stashed already. I don't know if I'm giving anything up to put Royce Lewis there, but for now, what, what was the ownership percentage again, Matt? Did you have seven? That? I know you said it, but I, yeah, seven. so he's 7% owned on Yahoo right now. So not many people are on top of it. Keep an eye on him as he gets closer. He's still about what, Matt, three weeks away. He said the 29th of May, yeah. he's eligible to come back. Royce Lewis again, who was we're talking about. I think, I think just watch, watch this for now, see where it goes as he gets closer. If he's raking dinners, uh, you could definitely give him an ad in a raking. But let's see where this thing goes because he is a very, very young, talented prospect. Once, how would Royce Lewis is still only twenty three years old? Yep. I do like the name. I'm just not going out of my way to add him yet. You still have got a little bit of time on him. But mm-hmm. um, guys, that is all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you already haven't. And thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. That goes for our everydayers and new listeners. We appreciate you all. You've helped us, you know, come a long way in this, uh, you know, fantasy baseball podcasting journey. And, you know, please keep along for the ride, guys. So um, make sure you tune in for tomorrow for a new episode when we're talking about players to buy low on and sell high on. So until then, see you.